Welcome to the By the Hood podcast. Before we start this episode, could you do me a favor? Could you rate and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts? And also, could you subscribe to our YouTube channel? That's at youtube.com slash by the hood. What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the By the Hood podcast or webcast because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always. My name is Jimmy and we start every show off with gratitude. Just want to say thank you to um, all of our supporters, anyone who shares all of our work, um, as well as specifically the students in By the Hood University because it's growing like crazy. And um, we just want to make sure we give you guys a special shout out and uh, continue to, to grow the university, to build the Green University. We have nothing but a, a bunch of brothers and sisters who are investors in all sorts of asset classes, sharing information, making money together. In fact, um, our guest is this evening is actually in the university. But before we get to her, our special guest, Corey, what's up, good brother? Man, you know how I do, man. I'm, every day I'm above ground is a good day. So I'm good. Listen, man, I just want to say real quick that I, I love the shirt, Deeds and Dividends over debt. You know what I'm saying? All, like, all day. Yeah, that's what we talk about, Deeds and Dividends, oh, by the way, because that's that's I got the same one. So <laughs> just happened to have the same one on. But listen, our platform is dedicated to highlighting brothers and sisters who are doing amazing work in the community, building amazing businesses. We have a young lady who is doing just phenomenal things, and I can't wait to talk to her, Um, you know, because what she's doing is 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 – we have a lot of people who are in real estate, but we don't have a lot of people to list entire islands, though. Like, that's just, that's something different. So without further ado, I want to introduce our sister, Dawn Ori. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Thank you so much, Corey and Jimmy, for having me today. I cannot tell you how excited I am to be here. So thank you so much. And gratitude is, I'm grateful for today and every day that God gives me to be the best that I can be. So Absolutely. That's amazing. Listen, um... First of all, thank you for becoming a part of our community because, um, you know, you bring your energy and your expertise and, you know, you're helping us grow that thing out. So I just want to say thank you for that as well. Well, thank you guys for having a community because, listen, I've been uh, in spaces where I haven't had the same level of success community, and I'm grateful for that. Shout out to Leslie. Um, as you call her, Tropicana Less. Tropicana Less. <laughs> you got the juice, man. Uh, Black Day Trader for even being able to bring us together as women and then include the men and then have it roll over into by the hood, which is amazing. So shout out to her, shout out to all the ladies in my group. Cause we, you know, we got love for each other. So yeah. Yeah, man. Y- y'all ladies yeah, are powerful, man. Shout out to Tropicana left as I call her. Cause um, she got the juice, but listen, let's talk about your story though. Um, Where are you from? So I'm a native Detroiter um, and I now live in San Diego, California. I grew up, hated the snow always told my mom i think i started telling her when i was five that i was leaving and i was moving to california i think of course the reason why i told her was because you know jan brady lived in california right (laughs) 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 and so did gidget right and so did all the people michael jackson lived in california you know they went to gallup they they went to and they lived in, in indiana but they ended up in California. And so Janet was growing up here and, you know, everybody was growing up in California and I just didn't understand why I had to be in Michigan in the cold where I didn't like it. So 
I started telling them when I was early, young, that I, you know, I was moving to California. I had no idea where California was, had no idea <laughs> what it was, and had no idea there was a northern or a southern California, had no idea of any of that stuff. And just eventually started promising myself that and, you know, went through a bad marriage and, well, not a bad marriage, but a marriage that ended when I wasn't ready. And, but God was ready. Because I look back now and I'm like, he could never have saved my husband. <laughs> just, just because of my dreams and my goals and my aspirations, he was not, he would not have been ready for me as this person. Gotcha. Um, and so I'm grateful for the time, but man, the growth and all the stuff that I've been through, amazing. And so yeah. Question, though, about what you're, what you're saying. Right. So you talked about your dreams and goals. Have you always been someone to like, you know, be a big dreamer and have a lot of goals? I've been a big dreamer. Um, having goals came when I got divorced um, because I used to have goals, but not really have goals. I would say I wanted this, but I didn't really put it into action. But when I got divorced and I was going through um, the divorce time, I was really, really depressed. Mm -hmm. And I had a friend who was with me at the time, Angela, and she was like, listen, you need a happy me. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. And she kind of was like, so a happy me is you literally sitting down and saying what will make you happy. Writing down that list and then going after it with all you have. Well, I did it a little differently than that um, because I'm a Jesus girl. Right. So I just believe that God knows all about me. So I sat down and I was like, Lord, listen, uh, I don't like myself. I don't like my life. I hate where I live. I love my family, but listen, it's all kind of stuff going on up in there. So can you just make me the person that you saw when you formed me in my mother's room in secret? Can you go back to the person that you saw before you said, let this light, let, let there be anything when you said you found me and you and just make me her because I don't like this me. I want to be the one that you saw. And that just started this whole thing where I ended up moving to California like I wanted to. I ended up moving. Actually, I moved into a house that I had wanted to live in forever. I didn't even know I wanted to live in that in that neighborhood until my mother told me when we used to drive from church, you used to say, I'm going to live on Outer Drive one day. And I did. <laughs> and, you know, things like that just started occurring. And that's kind of how I ended up where I am right now in California not in the cold, not in the snow, not in the place. I don't even go visit the mountains because I ain't trying to be in no snow. Okay. So you had a mindset shift. Was it like, did you write anything down? I have uh, years and years of life mapping. That's what I called it. That's what it turned into. Um, and that's how I ended up speaking to people because I literally teach people how to walk out of the life that they don't like into a life that they love based on everything that God said that they were supposed to be. So that's where it all came from. So yeah, I had to write it down and I rewrite it every year. If you go back and look at some of the old pictures that I wrote and some of the things that I have, I have affirmations that are all around my house. Um, what I call confession statements of things that I want to come into fruition this year based on the word that I get every year when I do my reassessment of how my life went that year how important is it to write things down because if some you people don't say, write it down I, I it doesn't goals. yeah that's what yeah. some people say i have goals affirmate but they don't write them down well so the thing about it is um 
you write it down so that you will learn it. Um, people think some people learn differently. And I'm not saying that everybody learns this way, but studies have shown that when you write things down, they stick more. And then if you put them up, even if you don't study them every day, that's why they are all around my house. Even if you don't study them every day, they still affect you because visually you encounter them, though you don't interact with them directly every single day. They still get into you because they're visually being put in. So that's why I wrote it down and I put it up in. The word says, write the vision, make it plain so that a child that comes after you can read it and know exactly what you meant and carry on with the thing that you started. That's what legacy is. So that's why you write it down. Got you. Okay. That's powerful. Yeah, that was that was powerful because that's how you build legacy. Because you write it down and the and the child carries it on. And it doesn't even mean that's your right. child. it just means the children of anybody. The, of the Any young person that comes after you can carry it on. And so that's, that's right. So let's talk about real estate. How did you okay. get into real estate? Was it something that you were always interested in? Like, so um, during your upbringing with real estate, uh, you know, how that how that actually come about? Um, so I've always loved the houses. The beauty of a house has always been my thing. I've loved, you know, going in them. We used to, my auntie and I used to walk in Sherwood Forest. That's a up. That's an upscale area in Detroit. And we used to walk and just look at the houses because it was just such a thing. That's how we went our, did our exercises when I was older. But when I was younger, before I got married, I loved houses. I always, I didn't know what a real estate investor was, but I knew that I wanted to own a house and fix it up and make it mine. Um, and then when I learned I could sell it, I wanted to be able to do that as well. Um, and so that's kind of where it came from. I ended up working for real estate investors as their assistants. Um, I ended up doing property management for real estate investors, all kinds of things to learn, you know, about the nuances of it and how, you know, you get money, how, how you can do it with no money, like all of that stuff I learned because I sat under real estate investors. One of my um, exes uh, was a real estate investor who was like, he, his tenants lived better than he did before he got his big house. He had properties and he lived in a roommate situation and he was buying properties living with roommates because he wanted to build wealth. And I learned a lot from him. And then I got my license in 2008. And when the, when it was crashing, I was selling houses. I sold like, I don't know, 10, 15 houses that year. Made a whopping seven hundred, I mean seven thousand five hundred dollars for my total year. <laughs> <laughs> um, I sold houses that year. That taught me, you know, the the value of being um, being able to serve people in that way. Um, because I sold a house that I never thought a person should ever be in, but she wanted the house so bad. And when I went back thirty days later, it was a masterpiece. It was a dog when she bought it, like literally dog and she bought it for $150 turned that property into $50,000 property in 90 days wow um just out of and literally of course it wasn't $50,000 when the market was crashing but 5 years later that house is worth $50,000 she bought it for 150 bucks yeah so, that's amazing flip um 
But let me ask you about this though, because when we were talking, um, I know you said you were licensed all over the place, right? Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm licensed in Michigan. I'm licensed in California, and I'm licensed. I'm eligible for my licensure in Texas. Texas didn't want to give me my license because I moved back to California. Just recently learned from my that I can get my license now in Texas, so I have my license back in Texas in uh, another six months or so. And I'm also ready to get my license in Florida because Florida is the way that I'm able to get my international designation. Okay. So I know that, um, like I said, when you guys came uh, became a member of our group or what have you, um, we were talking and one of the, uh, one of the talks were, Hey, look, as a group, we should go buy an Island. Right. And it went from like, you know, a, a joke to actually serious talks. And you said that, Hey, I have some islands available. Um, how did you get into the international real estate game? So it was actually that we were looking at hotels first. That's true. You're right. You're right. And it went from hotels to islands because I don't know where we got that whole idea because I'm connected right now. Well, at that point, I was connected in hotels. I have hotels. Um, I have inroads to hotels that are off market in America, South America and Europe in um central america as well and in canada um and over 70 hotels from the small boutique all the way to the big resort um unbranded and branded it just depends on what the person is looking for and so when we were talking initially we were talking about that i have a few hotel buyers so when i get hotels i send them by them so that's kind of why we ended up talking mm -hmm. and then we talked about the island that I have in Panama. And I sent you that information and you were like, do you have any more islands? And I was like, say less. I went and found islands because um, Leslie wanted to be in Belize instead of Panama. So I went to where I knew, you know, you could get islands because it's been the plan all along to sell islands and hotels for me. It's been the plan all along. I've never just wanted to sell houses. Although working with real estate investors and working with um, homeowners is a wonderful thing because I get to help people to expand their um, their financial acumen and to be able to expand their portfolios and all of that stuff. I My thing, because I have a degree in commercial interiors and I love hotels, my thing was to be able to sell hotels and help people fix up hotels and also to sell islands and help people create resorts that's what i've always wanted to do so that's the path that i've always been on and i've been looking at and being connected to the island uh the island community because it's really small in certain areas i've been connected for a while i just never really activated it until mm -hmm. i met you guys let me ask you a question um, about your degree. You talked about your degree in design. Uh, where did you go to school and get your degree from? I went to Wayne State University, um, and that was actually a part of the the life mapping that I did. Um, when I talked to, when, when I asked God to show me what all I, I was, one of the things that was in that was architecture and design. And I was like, architecture? Okay, I'm supposed to do something. So I was already enrolled at Wayne State. And I went back to them and they had already gotten rid of their interior architecture and architecture 
program, but they still had interior design, commercial interiors. So I went to the commercial interior design program and now I can literally four years of no sleep and designing hotels, uh, restaurants, uh, offices, you name it, I design it. And I also have all the resources to get all the materials and all the finishing and furnishings and everything. Okay, so you said it was a passion of yours to um, always go from the residential to scale up to the hotels and the islands. That's something that you always wanted to do. Always, always. Um, just That's just, I don't know why. I just know that that's, that's where it feels the most comfortable for me in my next step. But I just like, I didn't know why I wanted to move to California. I don't know why. I just know that. And I'm clear on the path. I don't have to know the why's. I just know, I just need to know where I'm supposed to go and everything else is fine. That takes a lot of courage to like, you know, um, look, I'm moving to California and get up and do it. Like what gives you that courage just to like take action that way? It wasn't immediate. Let me say it that way first. Um, I said it for a long time. I even had a party before I left, <laughs> like a year before I left. I had, oh, I'm leaving party and I didn't leave. And my <laughs> friends were like, <laughs> but um, what gave me the courage is I didn't like my life and I wanted my life to be what I wanted it to be. And I felt like it was okay for me to design my life beyond what I knew. And I was, I just, I just wanted, so again, I'm gonna go back to where I, where I came from. I'm a Bible girl. Okay. So there's a, there's a part of the Bible that talks about um, Jesus telling Peter to launch out into the deep. He was tired. He was, he had already worked. He had already did it. He had been out there, had caught nothing. But when he went out upon the word, not only did his nets break, but the fish jumped in the boat and he needed to get people to come to him and help him. And the boats were all sagging and sinking with all the haul. And I was like, if that could happen for him, if I feel like I need to be in California, that's going to happen. I just want my net to break. That's where I am. I, mm -hmm. I just want my net to break. And so when I didn't have any more recourse about my house was gone. I was, you know, I, I was selling my house. I was, um, my clients had pretty much dried up because I was like, I'm tired of living in Michigan. I didn't like it. I just, it was, it was just not the right space for me. When it was time, I just bought a plane ticket one way and came. Wow. And the first, in the first five days, four days were, 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 uh, yeah, if I was ever going to go back, that was my whole test. And then it just started working and it's not been easy. It's not been, I had two years of the shedding of Detroit, which I cried for pretty much every day because I am so used to a family nucleus and everything being a family oriented and being here by myself was real crazy. But it was all a shift that I needed in order to become the person that I am to be able to sell the islands. Like I would never be doing this. What I wanted to do, I would never be doing this if I was still there because I would never have grown to this. Powerful. That's powerful. Let me ask you a question. Um, real quick, I'm gonna let you get in cool, but real quick, last question I have um while we're going on this train of questioning is um you told us about a lot of hurdles. What would you say is the biggest hurdle 
from, you know, growing up in Detroit, not being happy, going through the marriage to getting you to where you are now, this person that you've become, because you also invest in the stock market as well. So you're an investor in real estate, the stock market, you're selling islands. You've become this person or the person that you sound like you've always wanted to be is who you've become. What has been the biggest hurdle in this journey? Letting go of the things that I think are going to be and trusting God for the twists when I can't see. That's that's been the biggest hurdle. Um, like I've been through a lot of things in California. I've been through homelessness. I've been through um, depression. I've been through separation anxiety from my family. I've been through having jobs that I hated and going to work every day and having to come off, come home and take my clothes off before I go in my door because of stuff was being me in my clothes at work. Like I've been through a lot of things to get to this place, even being afraid of taking the test because people were telling me it was so hard to become a real estate agent. I did that crap in one thing like that. And I was like, I waited this long for, for that. So it's really just the biggest thing was basically trying to make sure that I don't allow myself to get in the way of what I really want and the fear and the and the thought process of it won't work for me because it's not about whether it works for me. It's not my plan. It is me walking in the plans of the steps that have already been ordered. And mm -hmm. I'm just showing up doing what I'm supposed to do. Wow. Go ahead, Core. I know you actually want to get in there, good brother. Yeah, so um two things. Who who was your uh childhood? Sorry about the, the motorcycle. Say... It's all good. Who was your childhood slash uh you know adolescent inspiration? Like who was that person that drove you um during your early years? My young inspiration, I would say Debbie Allen. Nice. Because she was she was the first black dancer that I saw, and I am a very gifted dancer. I did dance for a long time at church and before that, and I'm choreographed and I do all of these things. And she was the one who let me know it was okay to be expressive. So I think I would say her. Um, I would also probably say um, my auntie Gail because she taught me about being a feminine woman in my own right. Um, I would say, uh, gosh, every pastor that I've sat up under who has given me the word to grow on and live on and chew on and live by. And my mom, who was an amazing woman who took care of three kids after she was left and went to school and worked and she was the best jump roper on the block with no <laughs> sleep. And she played jacks with us. And she never, I never, I never had to worry about my life. Even though she worried about it constantly, my sister, my brother and I, I was the youngest. So I was the one who saw and was with her the longest. That lady is a strong woman. So those are the people that I can truly say um, you know, maybe I could I could go on about other aunties that I have, Auntie Josie. Like I have a host of women in my life that have been amazing. I have some amazing mentors um that I could just 
name off the Tasiki, yeah. Lisa. I mean, I could name a bunch of people, but growing up, I'd have to say Debbie Allen, my mom, my auntie Gail. So you had a village basically. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in no ways myself by myself. My, I have the most amazing godparents in the world, like in the world. I, you know, I, so my dad left early. He left when I was four. I don't even know a day when he was home. My favorite person in the world left when I was early. And he's still my favorite person brought him until he left. So up until the day he passed away. Um, but all people in my life that loved me along the way were my role models. I don't have just one. I have, I have a ton. I have a ton. Dope. That's dope. And would you have a question, Cor? Um, on the investment side, what 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 made you diversify into? I know you were in, into the real estate space. What made you diversify into the other spaces that you got into? So, in terms of precious metals, I've been doing precious metals for since before it was a thing. I had a precious metals IRA, and people would be looking at me like, "What's that?" <laughs> when I was in my twenties, I had that, and um. I have wanted to learn the stock market, didn't know how, didn't understand, have tried a couple things. Um, what made me, I've, I've always wanted the other thing. I think that's the best way to put it. I've always wanted the other thing. I don't want just what is available to me that I can see. I want to understand the other stuff. So I have a big book like this called the, um, it's called, money and it's this thick and it literally tells you everything from start to finish about every kind of currency there is and and had, can you repeat the name of that book um that the book is uh understanding money i believe that's the name of the book understanding money okay and it literally it tells you everything about all from the start to the finish of all the kinds of currencies all the history of currency, why we use the money that we use, all of the things. And it literally gives you a full view of every kind of currency that there is. So that was that I've had that book for, I don't even know how long. I don't even know how long. Okay, cool. Let me ask you this question. Um, keeping it on books. Uh, what is your favorite book or a book that's inspired you along your journey? The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. Okay, the power of subconscious. What is it about that book that um you know speaks to you? Um, so first of all, I like books that were well. Shoot, I could say that one, but I could say outwitting the devil. I could say I, so. I like books that were written before our time because they speak so clearly without the influence of today's media and today's rhetoric. Um, and so the books that I read are books that were written in 1912, 1829, those kinds of books that are not tied to today's society, but to have the principles that are forever. And The Power of Your Subconscious Mind is a book that literally teaches you all the things that you need to do to get from where you are in your with your mind getting your mind straight because mindset without your mind being right you can't do anything it, it also talks about your beliefs and the things that make your subconscious mind become what it is 
So that's why I like it. Um, there's a book called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill that he wrote after he wrote Think and Grow Rich that wasn't published until after his wife died because she made him promise not to publish it until after his, after she died because it was going to rock the whole world. So that book is a really great book. Um, gosh, I, I, there are so many. No, there that's fine. That's fine. Because th 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 that's that's interesting. Um, that you know, because I understand exactly what you mean when you say that. Why you look for those older books um, that aren't influenced by you know um, American or today's culture? I say today's culture. Um, today's culture, but, but the the timeless uh, timeless principles. That's how mm -hmm. I found out about how. That's how I found out about universal law. Like looking at those books. Yeah, got you. Um, so listen. Um, now, uh, you, you told us about your journey. Um, you've become the person that you always wanted to be. You know, you're investing in multiple spaces. You're selling islands and hotels, which is amazing. Um, let me ask you a question about the future. What are your plans for the future, or what are you? What is? Where are you trying to go with your business, and you know, just personally in the future? So, the future uh, for my business is just growing it. Um, I've gotten to the place now where I have a few, like I said, hotel um, the investors. And with the hotel in industry in a shift, this is like the perfect time for a person who wants to own a hotel to really and try to try and do it. Um, basically, because so many people, it's like one in four hotel industry right now. So that gives me the opportunity to help more people become hoteliers with an understanding of how to levy five the four to five maybe seven year um gap that might be coming toward us with the pandemic um and also with islands because like who wouldn't want to sell islands? <laughs> so <laughs> it's like that that's like that's like the ultimate for me and i would i just want to be able to do that more i want to be able to be in the next level so that i can help people buy the entire hood Mm -hmm. the, my, my sweetie has I call my sweetie my man had a, um, a business his very first business um, was earth is hood and so with that in mind with the earth being the entire hood and with by the hood being the thing why not just buy the hood that's why not yeah let's put a down payment on earth I like the way that well, sounds let's, <laughs> I, you know, you know my man. <laughs> let's just do it Let's just do it. Like, you know what I mean? Listen, man, that's what it, that's what it is. Man. We got to start thinking bigger. So, um, Dawn, listen, this, this has been amazing. Um, thank you for sharing your story, being as transparent as you were, um, you know, talking about your struggles as well as your accomplishments. I think that um, folks that are watching this or listen to this on, um, on an audio platform will really take something from it. Um, and congratulations on, on all your success and, um, yeah, and being able to take action like that. So the one thing that rings true amongst anyone that we've ever had on our podcast is that ability to take action. Um, I know you said that you didn't take action right away, but, you know, the courage it takes to go all the way on the other side of the country, like that's next level. Like even if it takes you a little while to get well, there. One way ticket. Like, one yeah, way ticket. Because guess what? Most folks don't ever get, they never get there. Right. So even if it took a little time, you got there and most folks will never get there, but it's changed your life. So congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's thank you for uh, you guys for having me. It's, it's been really great talking to you. I, you know, I enjoy it. Let's buy the hood. y'all. Let's That's buy it. Right. Let's buy the let's let's just go ahead and buy the whole earth because the earth. Yeah. We're gonna do it. We put a down yeah, payment on earth now. That's yeah. the next move. Yeah, yeah, all the way down to the core. Okay.
Yeah, yeah. all the way down to the core. We gotta go. We gotta get all the rights all the way down to the core. Gotcha. <laughs> so listen, uh, for for the folks out there who are watching or listening, I'm going to uh, make sure that I put Dawn's contact information uh, within the description so you can reach out to her, follow it, and see what she's got going on. Um, she's a very, very, very amazing person, um, and she's a part of our university as well. So thank you for bringing that energy and your wisdom. Um, because within the, within our university, listen, we got some of the the, the, the brightest minds, like some of the brightest uh, black folks in there, and brightest minds. Period. But, you know, we have a community of us. And it's just amazing to see all the information and knowledge shared and having someone like you add, added to that is just like, it's just phenomenal, right? Absolutely. We got people that sell hotels, sell islands. We got day yeah. traders. We got, you know, precious metals investors. We got cryptocurrency experts. We have everything within one community. And it's very powerful to um, share that kind of energy. So thank you, Dawn, for that as well. Thank um, you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Listen, I want to say you guys are amazing. Like, I have the course that you guys have put out. I love it. It's, Thank you. I love it. I, I thought I knew precious metals. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate I you saying that. Thank you for saying right? that. So, you know, and then, you know, even the even with investing, you guys have made it so much more plain. I have my family in the older course. We taking both. Gotcha. Like, and I sent the new course to my son. Like, son, these, these men are speak your language. Like, yeah. Listen I to this. One. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that's our objective is to like you know kind of make it plain. plain yeah. yeah. So anyway, for the folks out there listening, listen. Please stay in tune with everything we got going on. Um, you know, like I said, we'll put all her information in the description box. And as we always say, it's not about how much money you make; it's about how much you keep. Game elevates, and we shall see you guys on the next episode. Peace.